16. Tyler, Mr. Media, come on down. Tyler, it's the All big right. game show episode, man. Are you are you excited? Are you hyped up? I'm psyched. Let's go. Let's no whammies, no whammies. Big whammy, no whammy, whatever it says, hit me. Dude, I'm so excited about this episode, man. Since we first first brought up the idea of it, man, it's just been it's just been on my mind. And this is something I did a ton of research for, which was a ton of fun to do, I'll be honest with you. Um, dude, let's just jump right into it, man. I have a fun fact for you, actually. Speaking of prices right, speaking of you know the introduction. Um, do you remember the show Happy Gilmore? Uh, the film was great. What, what uh, the film, the film, I'm sorry, not the show. What, imme- what scene immediately comes to mind, right? When you think Happy Gilmore, what scene immediately pops up? Probably the Bob Barker golf fight was, is amazing. I have a very, very fun fact for you, uh, regarding that. So Bob Barker only agreed to be part of that if he got to win the fight. He said under no, yeah, true story, dude, under no circumstances would, would he sign on to do it unless his character won the fight. And when they agreed to that, to prep for the role, he reached out to his real life next door neighbor to help him, you know, get, get, you know, in fight shape and, and choreographed correctly. Uh, he reached out to his next door neighbor, Chuck Norris. Of course, of course, that's his neighbor. Yeah, dude. <laughs> of all people. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the house parties between those two? Oh my god, they'd be kicking everyone. Yeah, it'd be like all neuter and spay your pets party, and then get punched in the face. Yeah, on the way out, karate chops for everyone, dude. But did you know that though, Tyler? Look, we're two minutes in, and you're already learning, man. Oh my god, that's incredible. This is going to be a massive episode, Tyler. That's how you know, man. When you were two minutes in, and you're already getting behind the scenes fun facts. <laughs> God, so Bob, so more, more than anything, if nothing else from this episode, the takeaway should be that Bob Barker and Chuck Norris are next door neighbors. I, I agree. <laughs> so, so we're blessed to have Mr. Media here with us. And who better you know, to go to for any kind of media-related questions? Tyler, what do you know about game shows, man? What can you tell us about game shows? Well, what struck me as interesting is the very first game show – that was ever televised was actually not in America. It no came uh, from the from England. Uh, it's called Spelling Bee from 1938, and it's uh, I mean yeah, it, which is incredible because didn't when did TV debut at the World's Fair? It was like around the same <laughs> time, and they already had a, a game show ready. They always th- already think of the people in mind. Throw them a game show. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, but what is Spelling Bee about? Uh, it's exactly uh, what you think a spelling bee is. Just <laughs> plop some people in front of some big ass cameras and let's spell. Jeez. Well, yeah. I'm glad, I'm, Fifteen I'm minute increments is when it first started, and th- that's how long the episodes were. They're like an Adult Swim show. Wow, man. I'm I'm glad it's become so much more interesting and so much more intricate ever since because I can't imagine you know spelling bees carrying any kind of weight today, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. I don't think anyone would. Uh, well, you know, but people do turn tune in to watch the kids do spelling bees. That's true. That's on true. ESPN fourteen or whatever. It's on ESPN, man. They have spelling bees on ESPN. I, whatever they're on, I, I know that the kids all. I know that there is a televised spelling bee, though. Does happen. Jeez, man. If I, dude, if I'm ever in a coma, make sure that that's not what they put on the TV to try to wake me up, because that'll, you know, I'll just stay in there and hibernate for just a little bit longer if if that's what's going on TV. I get so annoyed to get up, change the channel. Yeah, he's up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, dude, I love game shows, man. Tyler, like you know, just being sick as a, as a kid and getting to stay home and watch game shows, like that was everything to me, man. We didn't always have cable, yeah. and game shows seem to be streaming all day and all night, right, Tyler? Oh my god, yeah, on every streaming platform. Even Netflix has a game show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I, that that genre is really it's it's so encompassing. There's so much when you say game show, there are so many different types of game shows, right? Yeah, they have so, countless. So I, I just want to ask Tyler, like when someone says to you the word game show, what what which ones immediately come to mind? What are some of the big ones for you? I think Jeopardy. I, I think. It, it, it's weird, because I, I, I'm not normal. 
So, but okay. maybe Jeopardy is a big <laughs> one. Um, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Of course. Uh, and then there's the weird ones. Like I, I consider Hell's Kitchen to be a game show. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a competition with regular people, and there's a prize at the end. It's just prolonged. I mean, that's true. I mean, really. It, it's true. a it's a fucking game show. <laughs> really. I mean, Survivor's a game show too. Pretty much. It's just taken to a whole other level. Um But like what you said, like going back to when you're sick at home as a kid, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh Ooh. my god. Ooh. There's a there's that, a throwback a, that, right there. To to eighties and nineties kids, Legends of the Hidden Temple was the shit. You dreamed of winning the silver monkey pendant or whatever. I forgot about that, man. That's a, that was such a good show, dude. And and for and the follow student, that, yeah, yeah. I, no, I was just gonna say, and for the you know, just the same thing, just staying at home for me, like always, the big one for me, right at ten a.m., right on channel two, The Price is Right, man. I think. Oh yeah. I think that's the biggest one, hosted by the original Orange Man before Donald Trump, Bob Barker. <laughs> Bob Barker, the man, the legend. I mean, he made Tan in a Can famous, right? Like way before, right? <laughs> they did, yeah. No one shook that can better than better than Bob. Yeah, that guy. Who that doesn't guy have Drew Carey? So Drew Carey is Drew Carey is the host now. I'll be honest with you. Full disclosure: I haven't seen any episode with Drew Carey hosting. Have you? Like like pieces browsing by. But yeah, man. I mean. Price is Right was the ultimate one, in my opinion. I, I I just, you know, I don't know how you got into game shows initially, but for me, it was my great-grandparents and just going over to their house, always, always, always the 6.30, I think it's 6.37. No, it's 6, 6.30 shows. It would always be Jeopardy, followed right by the Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of right? Fortune, yeah. Dude, my great-grandparents, <laughs> together. Piece. yeah, man, like, th- that's like, that's what got me into game shows, dude. What about you? Like, how, how did you get the bug? It you know it's it's it probably is the same thing because my grandparents uh, did the exact same thing always that was always dinner time whenever Jeopardy came on bam yep. dinner time yep and then for the next hour you were watching uh, Mr Trebek and Sajak that was their yep. hour yep double team it <laughs> and Vanna don't forget Vanna I didn't know I didn't know that that uh, Pat Sajak and Vanna White were like such a team for so many years man I didn't know that they were that they they were together, I mean, essentially from the beginning, right? I think so. They were around the same time. I mean, they got they got married, for Christ's sake. Did they really? Oh, you know what? No, they didn't. I, I'm sorry. I thought they had. Never mind then. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I, you know what? That's what I was always told. And I guess that was a complete, uh, that was a complete lie. I have to call my dad after this. Yeah, right? And, and and you tell him and you tell him that I said it too, man. That that you know what, never to lie to you again. You tell him on my behalf. Just tell him Eric said. Yeah. Um, Embarrass me in front of the public. Yeah. Right. <laughs> tell him this is recorded and nationally and worldwide syndicated. Actually, you know. So let him know that he just made a fool of you in front of all the countries. Damn right. <laughs> um, I hope Bob Barker's not listening. Oh my God! Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, he's gonna send Chuck Norris over to kick you in the you know give you a roundhouse. <laughs> So what are what oh, are man. some of your favorite game shows, Tyler? You're Mr. Media. I mean, what do you what what's ideal for you? What are the game show lineup for you, man? Which ones are some of the biggest, best? So putting in a lot of thought to this. And it's just like, you know, of course everyone's gonna say Jeopardy, Will of Fortune, you know, whatever. But honestly, the the shows I love and will watch anytime is You Bet Your Life and What's My Line. These <laughs> these are both shows from the 50s and into the 60s. Um, you bet your life was just an excuse to have Groucho Marx talk to the public and the, the, the game literally changed so many times through the years. So it doesn't matter what the game was. It was just, it was just him talking to people. So we can say one liners. What's my line was a panel show and it was a, a panel of, uh, I, the same panelists just guessing what people's occupations were in kind of a 20 questions kind of, kind of, uh, setup. I like that. It's great. I, I've never and, heard and they were simple. one of them. Yeah. What's my line you can find all over YouTube? And in actually this last week, I've been watching a lot of it just to get uh, back up to speed. 
Um, so yeah, those are the two. I think those are the two biggies. That's my. I'm what sorry, I'm just, I'm just writing it down, dude. I've, you know, that's that's why it's fascinating talking to you, Tyler. There's no one else I'd rather bounce ideas back and forth with because I always learn from you, man. I mean, you're, I mean, you're Mr. Media. Of course, you would pull a movie out of your ass from 1950. I mean, I'm over here with you know my my list of you know which now seems so insignificant, but my my list are. No. I just I just came up with a few of them, Tyler, and you tell and you tell me if you didn't uh, if you don't love these two, so. Obviously, right away, when someone says game shows to me, I think right away of Price is right. Yeah. Um, the one I really enjoy watching is Family Feud. I think it's it's also oh, Steve, yes. Har- Steve Harvey now, right? Yeah, I think so. I think still. Dude, that guy's hilarious, man. And just there's so many like little clips that you can find online. And Family Feud, like people really do say the darnest things, you know? Oh, Lord. Yeah, the compilations from that show are incredible. It, they really are, man. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's cra- was Al Borland hosting it for a while? The I forgot the guy's name, but... Yeah. He, he was hosting that, too, for a while, right? Yeah, wasn't he the host, like, right after Home Improvement got canceled? Think, wasn't I, that his next thing? I I believe it was. I, do you know the actor's yeah. name? Even? Uh, uh, Mal... Moreland. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to be Al Borland forever for me. But, Let me see. But, What's his name? Uh, oh, Richard Car- Richard Karn is his Richard name. Richard Karn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He for a while. So um, the other one that I like a lot, and I haven't watched this one in years. I don't even know if it's on anymore. But when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire came out, that thing just freaking changed everything, in my opinion. That that show, yeah, that came when yeah when game shows blew up in like two thousand again because that yeah. it was that weakest link and Survivor were like holy crap this is changing yeah. television yeah I've never seen anything like that like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Regis Philbin it was it was crazy man it was it was one person against one person you know one person against the host you get the, you know lifelines and all that it was just mm-hmm. massive man um I don't know if this one counts Tyler whose line is it anyway. Is that a game show? I guess so. I I, I, kind, I guess kind of, yeah. So if anyone, if we'll anyone, I, I mean, dude, if anyone listening has never, you know, has has never seen that show, whose line is it anyway is freaking hilarious. Um, yes. There's a UK version as far as I know. There's UK and the US versions, and they're both hilarious. I mean, I love that. Uh, Do you remember what the guy's name was with Ryan Stiles? He was always paired with him, with that, like the balding white guy. Do you Colin, remember what his name was? Colin Mockery, I think. Colin Mockery? He's great. I, I don't know where that guy's been. Those two are hilarious. Those two are my favorite. I mean, there's always like Wayne Brady seems to be a fixture, right? Yeah. And then there's always a random fourth. But Ryan Stiles, Colin Mockery, and and uh, Wayne Brady are the I think the, the the three heavy heavy hitters. And then they bring in some random person all the time. Um, you know what's weird is Drew Carey and Wayne Brady are both hosting game shows now. Really? Yeah, Wayne Brady's hosting. Standby. Wayne Brady game show. He is, and it's a big one too. Uh the hell is it? oh let's make a deal let oh no way dude yeah i've, I've never seen that show I, but i know it, you, it was an old show right that they brought back yeah that that's been around forever too that has so, never gone away so tie, tying it back to the very beginning you remember on um in happy gilmore when when he met bob yeah. Barker, he told him he's like yeah i bet you know you meet a lot of crazy people on uh, let's make a deal you know <laughs> and bob Barker tells him he's like it's the price is right you know, <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. Um, the other one that, that I used to get to see a lot, but this would have to be stay home, stay home to see was American Gladiators. Now they, they did bring it back, but it's not the same, man. Not the same as when we were kids. Do you remember that? No, a, a little bit, a little bit. What, what exactly was the format of that show? So it's, it's interesting because they would bring up like random people. So it would be like me and you. Okay. And yeah they would put us in an obstacle course against like these freaking like Arnold Schwarzenegger caliber human beings. Okay. So like Mm. you're trying to get through an obstacle course and like you have this freaking bodybuilder, like fighting you off, you know, it's, (laughs) it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, so sometimes they would put up a good fight. Most of the time it would be people getting just wrecked, but I I loved it. Um, But they have those giant Q-tip things. 
Yes. So that's, that's the famous thing. It's, it's, you know, you're, you're two people standing on these like little podiums and you have these giant Q-tips and you're trying to knock over the other guy with it. And dude, again, these American gladiators, Tyler, they look like freaking bodybuilders. So imagine, imagine you against this freaking horse, you know, like, dude, the guy's going to whack you and you're going to fly into the audience, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot a lot of fun because you'd want to see someone actually make it for once. You know, you'd you'd hope to God that the American Gladiator would lose lose his balance, and oh, you of know, course. yeah, because uh, otherwise you're just gonna get demolished. You have no chance. Um, was it always like a little guy with great balance? <laughs> was it, was that like always the winner? Basically, I I mean. Yeah, it would be it would be some dude getting very 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 lucky, and you could and you could tell the guy got yeah. very lucky because they'd have a look of what the hell just happened, like am I still alive? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the last one on my list. I mean, there's so many great ones, but the last one on my list that this one really I thought it was so interesting always. And tell me if you've seen it. I'm sure you have. It's Deal or No Deal. Oh yeah. With uh, how we yeah, when up. it was like the first round, yeah, yeah, dude, this this show gave me anxiety like no other. Like this show gave me fucking anxiety. <laughs> I would sit and watch it. I'm like, what the hell's in the briefcase, man? Um, I I did see the episode where the guy had the million dollar briefcase, and you know, so you have a briefcase, you pick out of I think it's thirty or forty briefcases, you pick a random number one through forty, um. Mm. And then as, you know, every every turn you have to select, you know, five or six suitcases and they reveal a number, you know, a, a dollar amount. And and there could be any value from one dollar to a million and you're hoping your suitcase has a million dollars. So I, I did see the famous episode where the guy had the million dollar suitcase and the very last suitcase that you open, they give you an opportunity to switch. So they say... You have your suitcase or there's the one suitcase remaining. Do you want to hold yours or do you want to switch? And the guy switched. And unfortunately, if he wouldn't have done that, he would have won the million dollars. That was yeah. that was a, a heavy, heavy episode. And I'm telling you, dude, my anxiety was through the roof seeing that thing. Oh, I, that poor man. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring up just, you know, a real life story real quick, Tyler. Um, I was walking in the street one time. And do you remember the show Hollywood Squares? Yeah. There was a fat guy on it called Bruce Valanche. That's the guy's name. Do you do you know who I'm talking about? Of course. Okay, so anyone who doesn't know who I'm talking about, just pause this episode real quick and look up Bruce, last name Valanche, V-I-L-A-N-C-H. Um, I was walking and I saw this person. This is Tyler. This is the ugliest person I have I've ever seen in my life. Like in real life, like not on TV, like not when I saw the Goonies and I saw that that monster looking kid. This is the ugliest person I've ever seen in real life. Like I, I just I just wanted to bring that up. Like, you know, <laughs> so few times do I have the opportunity to bring up, you know, my my celebrity sighting. You know, me and Tyler, we live in LA and we we I'm not trying to show off. We see people, you know, right, Tyler? You've seen people, right? Yeah, you yeah you do run into people from time to time. You know how many times I've seen Leno, dude. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, it's it's we just see people, but seeing this guy, this I'm telling you, he was just the ugliest person I've ever seen in my life, dude. So again, his name is Bruce Valanche. Um, was he wearing a T-shirt that's like two sizes too small as usual? Do you he remember? Was, he was dude for a while. He was dressing up like a woman too. You remember? Like he had like like a blouse on. Ooh, and I remember I saw, that. Yeah, dude, when I saw him, he had a blue t-shirt on and he had a baseball hat and like his like weird, you know, blonde hair and his huge glasses. And he was just yeah. as ugly as can be, like really, like really, really, man. Um, the, well, God bless him. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the, it's, it's, it's just crazy, dude. It's just crazy. Um, I, I, I wanted to dedicate the second half of this episode to the game. So, so let's, you know, let's move forward. Let's go through what we have. Uh, do you have anything really good for us for the movie Obscura? So I got two, but I'll be honest with you, have not seen either one. Okay. Uh, but uh, they're both movies based on game shows. So I felt, you know, that that should that should count. It's appropriate. Because I don't know when we're going to ever talk about these. 
Uh, the first one is from 1980, and it's based on the game show, uh, The Gong Show, and it was called The Gong Show Movie from 1980. And the host himself starred in the film, George Barris. And basically, the movie was an excuse to really show off all of the the unairable bloopers from the show. Because, you know, back then you couldn't sh- really show anything 60s, 70s, you know, whatever. So this had all of like the naughty bits thrown in with a very loose BS framework. Uh, the movie flopped. No one cared about it. It came out in between The Empire Strikes Back and The Shining. Oh, my God. Uh, now, The Shining wasn't a huge hit, but this the movie just got buried. I mean, anything around any Star Wars movie is done. Yeah. Uh, the the movie, literally in the last few years, finally got a home video release. That's how forgettable this movie was. <laughs> Did um, they forget they had it recorded and on the shelf? Are they like, hey, we should release this, try to make a little bit of money back? Yeah, I'm sure Universal was like, hey, this didn't get destroyed in the fire a while back. Hey, throw it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Uh, the other one, and I didn't realize how far back this was, but 2016, Nickelodeon produced a live-action film of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh. Uh, went back, watched the trailer for this. It actually looks, for a kid's movie, it looks somewhat decent because they're keeping in, they kept Olmec, you know, the big talking, you know, artifact. Yeah. Uh, and then the kids are swinging around. They're doing all the jungle stuff. And it, it looks, it doesn't look bad. It's only an hour and five minutes, too. So it, it might be worth it. But those are the two movies uh, based on game shows. Deserve an honorable mention. Are you going to watch either of them? Like, would you watch either of them? I'll watch Legends. Why not? <laughs> okay. And side question. I want to see, dude, you got to gotta watch those crazy, like, uh, you know, native people jump out at you. There's got to yeah. be some of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you think Olmec is related to to uh, Zordon? Oh, dude, they're I'm sure they're kissing cousins. Like, I, they got to be tight. <laughs> I mean, they're both sending kids off to do adventures, like the most dangerous things imaginable. Yeah, they have to be in cahoots. That's what I'm saying. He's like, hey, you're five years old. Why don't you, you know, run across this lava floor? Kurt Fogg is just the human uh, Alpha Five. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then, and then what about the rest in peace segment, Tyler? What do you have for us this week in our rest in peace segment for game show edition? So, uh, of course, we lost a, a legend, Mr. Alec Trebek. Uh, I, I mean, probably, without a doubt, the most famous game show host. I mean, I, I, maybe beating Bob Barker. Which, what, what's, what do you think? I think... I mean... I think Alex Trebek... I think he's maybe more recognizable, yeah, than Bob Barker. I think so. Bob Barker's, I mean, he's a legend, but I mean, Alex Trebek, I mean, it's just, he's just massive, dude. He was massive. He's massive in the industry, really, really. And he was the host of so many shows. I didn't know he was a host of so many different shows. You know, I, I think... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he really, really, you know really went from one to the other until he landed in jeopardy and, you know, really made his statement for, for all the years that he was on it. So what's, what's interesting about that is that he, I didn't know this. He was in the, he, when he started, it was a revival of jeopardy. Right. It had already happened. I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, he was in uh, and he holds the Guinness world record, by the way, for the amount of game shows hosted. Which oh, wow. is, he has hosted over 8,000 episodes of Jeopardy. And technically, new ones are still airing. His final uh, round of episodes will be airing uh, now uh, in early January of 2021. January 4th through the 8th. Originally supposed to be this week. Or, or Christmas week, rather. Christmas week, yeah, right. It was supposed to be Christmas week. It was the, the last, last episode. But now it's now they're stretching it out till January, you say. Yeah, and began hosting in 84, 1984, all the way up until the end. Wow, man. Uh, the other uh, thing you have to say about Alex Trebek is, I, I, I think him, his image with a mustache is his most famous. I mean, it's been almost, he shaved it in 2001, and he has not had it since. But I think whenever we think about him, he always has a mustache. In, in my head, when I close my eyes and hear Alex Trebek, I see the mustache. 
Yeah, that that will always be ingrained in people's heads. Uh, the other thing, just before we leave this segment, is the cameos he had. And the amount of pop culture TV shows he was in was crazy. So just a few of them were Cheers, The Golden Girls, The Nanny, Blossom, Beverly Hills 90210, Baywatch, and The Simpsons. Yes. Uh, and those are just of him playing himself. Yes. Uh, and, and or incorporating Jeopardy. So he's been in many others, but just those on its own. That's pretty impressive. Have you seen Eat it, Bob his, Barker? Clip? Yeah, right. Take that, Bob Barker. Uh, have you seen his his little clip in The Simpsons? No, actually. So, can I give it away? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Marge goes on to Jeopardy, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, they were strapped for cash, and she thought it would be a quick way, you know, to get a little bit of cash. And it ended up where you know, uh, in the final round, she ended up being minus two hundred. So it, it shows that the episode ends and she's backstage with the family and Alex Trebek comes up to her with two goons and he said, Marge, you know, you're, you're minus, you know, you technically owe us $200. And she's like, but Alex, and he stops her. He's like, Marge, when, when we selected you, you said you knew how this game works. So we're going to need that $200. (laughs) And I don't remember what Homer does to distract, but they make a run for it. I always thought that was so funny that like, you know, she was in the minus people end up in the minus. And he like, you know, he went backstage looking for her to get that $200, you know? (laughs) Well, that's how they pay for the show, I guess. That's that's how they do it. Listen, Tyler, there's no such thing as a free lunch, okay? No. You're not going to go and waste Alex Trebek's time, get into the minus 200, and, 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 you know, just, just leave, you know, just with nothing. If you're lucky, you'll get out of there by just washing his car. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you have to comb his mustache, you know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, big, big rest in peace to Alex Trebek, man. That was absolutely. You know, unfortunately, eighty you know, years young. Yeah, in the in the later stage of his life, he was he was battling uh, cancer, right? Cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and even even though we all you know kind of knew it was coming, it's it's still it's still just big as you know, just a big of a shock when, a when, hit. when yeah when it finally happened yeah it was absolutely a hit um rest in peace to Alex Trebek man um i have something fun let's let's bounce back let's you know we're 27 minutes in let's jump into something else i have an idea for a game show um tyler agreed to be our very first contestant you're all hearing this for the very first Ooh. time this, this is a prototype um tyler what am i supposed to say so no one steals it patent pending Trademark, copyright. Sure. Yeah, tra- trademark, copyright, service mark. It's trademark, copyright, service mark. Please, no one steal this idea. I'm, I'm looking to be the next Merv Griffin. A U Which, with the circle around it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kosher. <laughs> be- before, right. before we, before we get into it, <laughs> before we get into it, Tyler, I wanted to ask you, um, just looking into game shows and all that, the name Merv Griffin comes up a million and one times. Oh, is yeah. he the is he the godfather of game show? He, you know what? He might have that title. I mean, he he created so many long lasting shows. Uh, I'm sure people would debate it, but yeah, I mean, he's he's a god in game shows. Is is that his claim to fame? I mean, where did he come from? I mean, is he for people who don't know, Merv Griffin created some of the biggest names. I mean, he created Jeopardy. He created so many of the game shows. When I was looking into doing research, the guy's name is synonymous. Like you type in game show, his his picture comes up. Yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to remember. Oh, it says he was a singer at one point, but he was also, he had his own very successful talk show. I don't know if you remember that, the Merv Griffin show. I don't remember but, it. Uh, I saw it on Seinfeld. It's like the Tonight Show. Yeah, it's it's like oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it's like the Tonight Show. I mean, he just has celebrities on and talks about the, talks to them and whatever. Um, but yeah, his game shows were 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 kind of I think his bread and butter. I mean, my God, his his name just kept coming up, and I was and I wrote his name down, and I wrote you know ask Tyler, and I just you know I just wanted to know so Merv Griffin. Is the godfather of game show, right? I mean, that's that's pretty much. What, yeah, dude, he's 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 crazy. He, is he still alive? No, he died. He di- okay. He okay, died yeah. in 07. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Was he old? He was, says here, 82. So, yeah, he lived a while. He lived a, he lived a good life. Um, okay, so back to the game. I'm sorry. I just I got distracted. I just, you know, Merv, I had to bring up, you know, we're doing a game show episode. We had to bring up the name Merv Griffin and, you know, you know tip our hats, pay our respect, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so the name of my game show is Nowhere USA. So K-N-O-W, where, W-H-E-R-E, U-S-A. Um, insert jingle I, here. Yeah, insert jingle here. I'm going to hit up Griffin's people and see if you know they can come up with something fun for us. Um, the idea for this game show was basically there's so many states in, in the U.S. and so many countries in the world. And... Everyone knows, you know, when you think of California, Tyler, everyone says, oh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Sacramento, right? Yeah, the biggies. But the biggies. But do they know about Palmdale, California? So one would hope yeah, to right? avoid it. No offense. <laughs> I mean, these are the places that aren't on the postcard. That's That's what I was getting at. So I was thinking how fun would it be to get to dig a little bit deeper into each and every state? So there's, you know, 50 states. So there's at least 50 episodes. I mean, you can revisit and hit up different small cities. So this game show highlights states, but with a particular focus on lesser known cities slash tourist ideas slash history slash fun facts. Um, it's going to include one state per episode can eventually have spinoffs. And I was thinking of, you know, nowhere Europe, nowhere Asia, nowhere Africa, etc. Uh, state episodes will be played in order of the founding of each state. So rather than doing it alphabetically, you know, that way you can also learn, hey, uh, episode one is, you know, the first, you know, founded state on and on and on. So the way this game works is you pick a state. Um, round one, it's about the state. So it's five easy questions, one point per question, uh, true, false, ABC format. So you could pick, you know, your answer will be either A, B, or C. Round two, about cities. Ten medium hard questions. Two points per question. True, false, ABC format. Round three will be about the destination city. So this is where we really zoom in and ask about a random city that you may have otherwise never heard of. And we really ask a few questions about that. They're going to be hard questions worth three points each. True, false, mm -hmm. ABC format. 40 possible point total. Each point is worth $50. And you must answer three out of the five hard questions to win the grand prize. Grand prize is a trip to the destination city with your flight, hotel, and car rental covered. So that's the basic, basic idea of the game. I mean, there's going to be... You know, we're going to tweak it. We're going to play with it a little bit. Me and Tyler are going to go through it. I, I, I love this idea. It's called Nowhere USA. I love this idea. Um, for this episode, you know, we're in California. So I just, you know, I, I scratched my head and I was thinking, what's right above California? It's Oregon. So for the very first episode of Nowhere USA, Tyler, and, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, in order of what, of what they're founded. But mm -hmm. we're, I just picked Oregon just for the sake of, you know, picking Oregon. So let's get right into it. Are you ready? Yeah. Nowhere USA. Do, 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 do. I, I, can't, I can't steal it from them, right? <laughs> no, so, we're, we're going to be flagged immediately. Oh, my God. Okay, so Oregon for Nowhere USA. Um, I'm going to start off with a little bit of, you know, just an introduction sentence, and then we'll get right into it. Oregon was founded in 1859. It's known for its Wild West past. It's quirky present-day traditions, and its many natural marvels, including the world's largest living organism. It's the 33rd state. So let's get right into it. Nowhere USA, Oregon. Round one. Easy questions, one point per question. Tyler. Mm. Portland is home to the only leprechaun colony west of this country. Is it A, Iceland, B, Egypt, C, Ireland? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say <laughs> C, Ireland. C, Ireland. That is correct. So Portland is home to the only leprechaun colony west of Ireland. Built in 1948 by World War II veteran Dick, Fa Dick Fagan, Mills End Park is allegedly home to a group of... <laughs> what happened? What, Dick Fagan? 
There was almost a slip there. I'm glad you caught yourself. Yeah, Dick Fagan. (laughs) Mills End Park is allegedly home to a group of invisible leprechauns led by head leprechaun Patrick O'Toole. The park, which measures just two square feet, started out as little more than an empty hole created for a light post, which was never placed. But Fagan, who worked across the street from the spot, was determined to turn it into something magical and began planting flowers and spinning stories about the tiny leprechauns who called it home. So you see, after each question, you know, you get a little tidbit about it. So you get to learn something. Tyler, you know, now you know that uh, Oregon is the home of a leprechaun uh, colony, the only one outside of Ireland. It's a Jeopardy question. Right? So question number two. Crater Lake in South Central Oregon is the deepest lake in the United States with a depth of A, 150 feet, B, 500 feet, C, 2,000 feet. Uh, B, 500 feet. Okay. Let's see what the answer is. Crater Lake in South Central Oregon is the deepest lake in the United States and one of the top 10 deepest in the world. Formed by a collapse of a volcano around 7,700 years ago, the lake is close to 2,000 feet deep and Oof. is home to two islands, Wizard Island and Phantom Ship. So you got that one wrong. But you still I, have- I'm, I'm shocked it's 2,000 feet. That's insane. Right? That that seemed like a trick question. I mean, that would... I, I mean, yeah, that's why, you know, eh, whatever. This is, this Are is they just all safe? Fun- no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a surprising amount are, though, now that I'm looking at it. Okay, anyway. Well, if you don't know, just guess C, Tyler. Um, Got it. Question three. Oregon has the only state flag with two different sides. True or false? Oh, holy cow. Um, uh, true? Oregon state flag is the only state flag in the United States to have different designs on each side. The S... Escutcheon from the state seal on the obverse and a gold figure of a beaver on the reverse side. The answer was true. Uh, Which Disney character, this is number four, which Disney character inspired the Oregon duck mascot? Is it A, Mickey, B, Goofy, C, Donald Duck? C, C. There you go. The University of Oregon's mascot, the Oregon Duck, is based on Donald Duck. Created in 1947, it's the only college team mascot based on a Disney character. And number five, and this is going to end our easy question question part. The name of this trail was key to Western expansion in the United States. A, the Oregon Trail. B, the Portland Trail Blaze. C, Trail Mix. Well... I'm going to think this through. It, I, I don't think it's B. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's either A or C. Uh-huh. But I think I'm going to have to rule out uh, C on this one and go for A. Let's see. The Oregon Trail, which stretched 2,200 miles, was the longest of the land routes used in the Western expansion of the United States. You were it's right. a great game. Right? So far, so good, right? It's fun. Yeah. So, and the Oregon, Oregon Trail is a good game, too. Yeah, but you can dive dysentery. Um, Here we go. Round two. Medium questions, two points each. Tyler. Yeah. Number six. Which part of Oregon wants to secede from the rest of Oregon? A, north. B, south. C, east. Oh, man. Uh, C, east. Southern Oregon has been trying to secede from the Oreg- from the rest of Oregon since 1941. Disgruntled with a lack of representation, a group of Southern or- Oregonians and Northern Californians started campaigning for statehood back in the 1940s, proclaiming their independence and renaming the area the state of Jefferson. On November 27, 1941, Jeffersonians stopped highway traffic and announced their intention to secede each Thursday until further notice through Southern Oregon Succession movement has lost some steam in recent years. There are still a lot of folks who proudly display the state of Jefferson flag. So the answer is... Oh my God. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah, right? Um, You see, we're we're learning, dude. We're learning. Um, How is there not a documentary on that? That's fascinating. (laughs) What, the state of Jefferson? Yeah, we got to talk to those people now. You know what? We'll We'll be live on the scene. 
let's continue. Hang on one second. Boots decided to join us here. Give me one second. He's just sitting. He's just hanging out. I'll leave him alone. One contest um, at a time. Yeah, right? Boots, please. One at a time. Don't be rude. It's your Uncle Tyler here. Number seven. Oregon was attacked by which country in World War II? A, Japan. B, Germany. C, Italy. Holy cow. Uh, Japan, A. Eh? Let's see. Oregon was attacked during World War II starting in 1944. The Japanese began... Uh, the Japanese military began launching unmanned balloon bombs towards the west coast of the United States in hopes that some would explode over inhabited areas. Around 350 bombs made it to the United States, some as far east as Iowa, but the U.S. military managed to intercept most of them. The only casualties suffered occurred in Gearheart Mountain, Oregon, where six people, five of them children, on a picnic accidentally triggered one of the balloons. Their deaths are believed to be the only... Combat casualties on continental U.S. soil during World War II. Wow. Right? Dude, but we're learning. I mean, isn't it crazy? I mean, would you have – I mean, we're learning. I, it's it's awesome. And now you know so much yeah, more I, about Oregon. Who knew people had died on on this soil from uh, World War II? The, those incredible. are the only – yeah, those are the only six in World War II in the United States continental land of, you know, United States. Um, uh, I, I guess somewhat good, but really bad at the same time. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, number eight. Reed College in Portland, Oregon is the only liberal arts college in the in the world with a blank run by undergraduates. Is it an A, McDonald's, B, post office, C, nuclear reactor? <laughs> we're, we're going C on this one. Let's see. Reed College in Portland is the only liberal arts college in the world with a nuclear reactor run by undergraduates. Built in 1968, the reactor is used as a research and teaching facility by the school and is manned by 40 students. Crazy, Didn't Oregon right? just delegalize uh, drugs? Yeah, yeah, everything is legal in, in Oregon now. Everything. Oh, this can only go well. Yeah, right. <laughs> We need to we need to move farther south, Tyler. I think we're still making in the blast <laughs> radius of you know any kind of nuclear meltdown. Uh, so number nine, this indigenous fish is the state fish of Oregon. A sardine, B yellowfin tuna, C chinook salmon. Uh, salmon. The official C. Oregon state fish is the chinook salmon. Hmm. What is the official animal of Oregon? Is it A, beaver, B, grizzly bear, C, platypus? Cool. Okay. Uh, let's let's go bear. No. Can I change it? Uh, for the sake of this, yes. A. The official state animal is the beaver. Oregon yes. is sometimes unofficially called the beaver state. Number 11. All right. There is a dog buried at the summit of Mount Hood. True or false? C. Uh, <laughs> a. True. Let's see. Mount Hood is often said to be the second most climbed mountain in the world. The first is usually cited as Japan's Mount Fuji. Though plenty of humans have scaled its peak, the record for most ascents belongs to a dog named Ranger, who allegedly climbed the mountain 500 times between 1925 and 1939. After his death in 1940, the intrepid canine mountaineer was buried at the summit of Mount Hood. Answer true. Damn. Number number 12. This U.S. president was the first to visit Oregon. Is it A, Rutherford B. Hayes, B, John Quincy Adams, C, Gerald Ford? All right, uh, Gerald Ford is definitely a, no. It's not C. Uh, a. Let's find out. In 1880, Rutherford B. Hayes became yes. the first United States president to visit Oregon. 21 years after the state was officially incorporated, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, and George W. Bush, meanwhile, are tied for the most trips to the state with five visits each. Number 13. Gerald Ford. You didn't yeah, think right. anyone would fall into that one, did you? <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, number 13. The first ever female mayor of Portland banned 
which arcade game in 1949? A. Ski Ball. B. Pinball Machines. C. The Ring Toss. Oh my god. Um, s- pinball? The first Maybe. ever mayor of Portland, Dorothy McCullough, was elected in Portland back in 1949. She immediately banned pinball machines. It was one of her for first acts. I don't know what she had against pinball machines, but that was okay because her- that that was going to be the follow up question. Like the only reason I said pinball was because there's flashing lights, and somehow that's going to offend someone. In 1949, I dude, I, th- I think it was all wood. Oh, you think so? Oh, I I don't know. I don't know. I that's so bizarre. She Man, just had oh, a you know why? Pinball machines. Maybe. Maybe there's it was like of, a gambling thing. Almost there's a lot of there's a lot of racy art a lot of times on pinball machines. I'm thinking that's what that's it was. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Moving on. Number fourteen. The state drink of Oregon is a milk, b wine, c beer. The state drink. Um, milk. So your answer is a. Yeah, let's go with A. Let's see. Milk was selected in 1997 as the state beverage. The legislator recognized that milk production and the manufacture of dairy products are major contributors to the economic well-being of Oregon's agriculture. Final question in round two. Question number 15. This town in Oregon is home to the Simpsons. A. Eugene. B. Portland. C. Springfield. Oh, Springfield. Let's find out. Springfield in Simpsons was based on a town in Oregon all along. The two-way Matt Greening tells Smithsonian Magazine that the show's location is based on Springfield, Oregon. He credits his idea of naming Springfield to the TV show his father knows best. Cool. Oh, wow. So... Um, this is the hard rounds question. And because Springfield was the last answer, I decided just to play on that one. So round three is the hard questions for the destination city. This is where if you win three out of five of these questions correctly, you win the grand prize. Uh, right now you just have points, which are, you know, have a monetary value. So you're going away with something, Tyler. I mean, you got most of these, right? That's awesome. All right. Are you ready to get into the hard, uh, the hard round top final five questions? I uh, hope so. Let's let's hit it. Let's do it. Let's jump right into it, man. Uh, number sixteen, Springfield, Oregon, was settled in which year? A. eighteen o one. B. eighteen twenty two. C. eighteen forty eight. Let's go eighteen twenty one. That that's not one of the answers. Oh, what was the what was the twenty one? Eighteen twenty what? 1801-1822-1848-1822-1848-1822-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1842-1
Uh, it's a guy oh. with a saw blade in the back. Um, they were big, big, big into the into the you know the whole lumber industry for many, many years. Um, let's see. So so far, you got say woodchuck, but interesting. So you got one right. You need to get both <laughs> these, you need to get both of these next two right, man. Uh, if you were going to okay. win the True or false question. The median household income of Springfield, Oregon is more than 45000 Is that true or false? Oh, man. I, I hope it's true. Let's go true. Do you want, do you want me to repeat the question? Do you, did you hear it correct? The median yeah, household false, income of Springfield, Oregon is more than 45000 Oh, it's more than. More than, yeah, that's I, that's why I was thinking it would be confusing. Yeah, yeah, more. Has so to be. I mean, so it's more than 45000 Yes. The answer, the answer is false. The median household I, income is 43157 Seriously? That's it. Oh, and wow. You're not getting the trip, but there is still a monetary win for you, Tyler. You're you're in the green big time, but let's just finish it strong. Number 20, the majority of residents in Springfield, Oregon, vote for which political party? A, Democratic, B, Republican, C, Green Party. <laughs> green Party. Because fuck it, right? Yeah. Uh, Democratic is the answer. It's A, Democratic. In the last presidential election, Lane County remained strongly Democratic, 53.5% Democrat to 35% Republican. So oh, I'm sure it's a great town. So you won a ton of money, Tyler. I mean, you got a ton of money on this. Um, you didn't get the grand prize, but you know, it's 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 dude, you learned so many things about Oregon. You learned so much about Springfield, Oregon. I mean, there's things that you would have never known, right? Yeah. Good old Oregon. It's a decent state. I don't think it gets enough credit. It doesn't get enough credit. I mean, they're 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 weird, man. They're they're <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cool illegal. Delegalized drugs. Yeah, they just everything is legal over there. They made hallucinogens legal. I mean, if you want to know what it's like to be stupid high on mushrooms, I mean, go to Oregon. Yeah, if you want to be in the Simpsons, take a bunch of mushrooms and go to Springfield. You'll, <laughs> you'll see characters. Yeah, right. Why is everyone yellow? Yeah, uh, exactly. Tyler, I, I so appreciate you, you know, being being the guinea pig for this. Uh, Nowhere USA. I mean, do you have do you have any comments? I mean, is there anything just right off the bat that you would change? Anything that you love? I mean, what do you think about Nowhere USA, Tyler? Is there is there hope? You're Mr. Media, Tyler. Do we have a chance? We need fun little dings for when you're right and hard buzzers when you're wrong. That's okay. what we need. Okay. Okay. For start. And then a jingle. Uh, okay. One that really sounds like the price is right. Maybe just the notes inverted. Okay. <laughs> just, just, just play just the song backwards. <laughs> play it back. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's just let's get some sound effects going. I think that'll be the next step. Other other than that, it's fascinating. It's good little factoids. Do you, do you think it's a fun game though, Tyler? I mean, yeah. Let's do it. Is yeah, it let's is experiment it, on. So when I when I originally pitched this, my brother said that the idea should be um, it should be two or three people playing against each other, and the person with the most amount of points wins wins it all. Um, so that's one way of doing it. I thought it would be more interesting if it was just a one on one. You know, if it was you you versus the host. What do you think? More personable that way, but um, I think there could be I think there could be like a bonus or or like a. Maybe if you got th three individuals and then have them go together, like a like a face-off, who wins the big grand prize? Okay. Do that too. It's another idea. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. I was just thinking that if it's three people, I mean, the episode would end in like 15 minutes. I mean, you have to assume... Yeah, I mean, this was pretty quick too, right? And, and then if there's like commercials and stuff like that, I think this could be a fun online game. Um, in my head, there would have to be someone on location. I think it would be a lot, a lot of fun if there was someone on location. Like if we sent, yeah. you know, if, if you were in Oregon and, you know, you would be standing in front of the high school and you would, you know, present the answer. Um, this could be a fun online game. I mean, this could be a social distance game. This could be something 100% online too. Mm -hmm. Where people, you know, sign up to be the contestant and, you know, you you learn about a place, you know, people can live stream it. Um, I don't know, dude, I like it a lot, man. 
It's fun. You, you, I, I right? like it. Yeah. Yeah. So nowhere USA. So now you know where Oregon is on the USA. <laughs> um, that was it, man. Dude, I had a really fun time in this episode. So what about the song of the day, Tyler? Finish us off strong, man. Song of the day after this incredible episode. What do you have for us? Well, first of all, before the song of the day, I just want to say go Millers. You guys are going to rock it this uh, next season. <laughs> uh, song of the day has nothing to do with game shows, but it's the song Love Me Knots by the Fontenelles. Decent 80s song. Okay. Right on. I like it. Um, my, my song of the day, I did this one for Tyler. Tyler loves history. Tyler loves facts. My song of the day is a song called Think, T-H-I-N-K with an exclamation point. Tyler, do you know what song that is? No. The song Think is the song that is played on Jeopardy. Oh, my God. And it was composed by Merv Griffin as a lullaby for his song uh, for his son, Tony. And he has received for this song $80 million in royalties for this little jingle, for this jingle of his. So that is the song of the day. Game show edition, especially for Tyler. The song Think, T-H-I-N-K exclamation point. Fucking $80 million in royalties, Tyler. Uh, not surprised. It's it's literally like if you have a TV show, it's going to be on there at some point. You're <laughs> Merv Griffin's estate is basically just like keep it coming. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, they're, right. They're, they're weighing the checks. I'm I'm terrified that they're going to send us a bill, man. Because I, you know, we hummed it twice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but that, that is the song of the day, right there. That's it. That's the song of the day, right there. Um, we're, you know, we're we're rolling strong, man. We're 16 episodes deep. I, I mean, come back next week. We're gonna have episode 17. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't want to give anything away about it. It's gonna be, you know, the mystery meat episode. It's gonna be a lot, a lot of fun. We're gonna have a good time with that. I hope you learned about Oregon. I hope you like Nowhere USA. Um, I want to do Nowhere other countries too, Tyler. I want to do Nowhere Italy. You know, because you know, me and you, we think about Italy, right? And what do we know about Italy, dude? Uh, uh, Florence and Venice and uh, what else? Yeah, gondolas. Um, yeah, yeah, pasta. The, the Pope um, is there. Yeah, uh, uh, they they uh, speak with their hands, you know. <laughs> but let's, you know, <laughs> they're animated. Love, they're they're very animated people, you know. But they're lovely people. There's a lot of culture behind it. I would love if there was nowhere Italy, and you know, we just zoom in and zoom in more and more and more until we found you know a city and. Imagine winning a trip to that instead of winning a trip to Springfield, Oregon. But I'm just not saying, to knock them or anything. Not to knock them at all, dude. But it would be, you know, it's just, it's just interesting, and I think it would really broaden our horizons. I think even even within the U.S., there's it's such a massive country, dude. There's so many states. I mean, dude. Okay, you think about, um, I I don't know, dude. Pennsylvania, dude. Like, what do you know about Pennsylvania, dude? Nothing, right? Uh, uh, no, I, I guess that's something to do with the president and the office is set there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you know about Idaho? You know what I mean, dude? Like I would Potato. love to learn. More. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, you're going to know one word for every one of these States, but I would love to. Are we know still so playing the game? No, I mean, no, dude, you lost big time already, but, um, oh, good. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it would be, I think it would be awesome. If, if you guys are in a, you know, random state, if you guys are in a random country, I mean, I want to work on eventually getting us a, a Instagram page and, you know, where we can um, be more interactive with, with all you guys. But I, I really want to know what everyone thinks about Nowhere USA. So find a way to hit us up about that. Um, we should get an Instagram page, Tyler. There's a lot of things we should post up, including hot sauces that we like. Um, Tyler, do you mm. have any fun hot sauces recently? Anything good? I'm still going through that secret aardvark uh, bottle. Uh, nothing, nothing too new, unfortunately. Not I don't since remember spicy mustard. Oh man, dude, do you have any left? Yeah, I got a, a almost one can left. Jeez, man, it's time to ran right through that. You ran right through that, but but yeah, I mean, definitely what we want to be more interactive with everyone. So let's say something I'm, about I'm like, a hot sauce. Oh, um, I don't remember if I brought it up before. Someone on Instagram, their handle is Fat Mike's P H A T. M-I-K-E-S. Oh. Uh, they're based in the UK. They have a few sauces. They sent me one of their sauces. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Really? Uh, really, really, really good, Tyler. I'm dying to share that one with you. Um, 
the two sauces they have are East Coast and West Coast. Us being in California, I asked for the West Coast sauce. It's phenomenal. So shout out to Fat Mike's for the hot nice. sauce. If anyone has any hot sauce and they want to send it to us, you know, always with open arms, right, Tyler? Exactly. We'll get a PO box too. Why not? Yeah. Send your hot yeah. sauces there. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's gonna do it for our game show episode. That'll that'll do it. That was fun. Bye everyone. Yep.